Welcome to Agriculture's Top Hands Podcast. In this podcast, I will interview the leaders of the agriculture industry, ranging from 4-H and FFA members, farmers, ranchers, agribusiness people, and government officials about why they believe in the future of agriculture. So join me, host, Bailey Habaker, in talking to the top hands of the agriculture industry. Welcome to this episode of Agriculture's Top Hands. Today, I am with one of my role models, Miss Julie Ellingson. Um, I got to meet Julie. Oh, goodness. I bet I was a little girl. <laughs> She's been around when I was livestock judging uh, throughout my whole uh, time through college and high school. Uh, so if I could have you introduce yourself, Julie, that'd be great. Great. Well, thanks for the opportunity. Um, and yes, I do remember you as a little girl and how fun to see uh, young leaders grow up and, and being such a positive role model for others in agriculture. Um, my name is Julie Ellingson. Um, I am a cowgirl that grew up um, on a, a ranch by Southwest St. Anthony in Morton County. Um, I had the great fortune, um, along with my husband, to purchase my, my home ranch. And we continue to raise registered Angus cattle there um, where I grew up. Um, in conjunction with our five, five children who are very integral parts of our operation, along with a couple of um, employees that are, are like family to us. Um, as I mentioned, a registered seed stock operations. We have a production sale uh, the first Saturday in, in February. Um, in addition to that, I also have the great pleasure of working for North Dakota's cattle producers. Um, I've been on staff at the North Dakota Stockmen's Association for uh, most of my professional career, uh, a little over 25 years. Um, first started in the communication role and had a chance to um, move to the other side of the building uh, in, in 2009, um, where I assumed the executive officer um, position and enjoy working with our state's cattle producers. Awesome. That's kind of how I got to know you was through the Stockman's Association when I was a little junior member at the Junior Beef Expo. And then growing up, I actually got to help you guys in the, uh, for the Junior Beef Expo. I was one of the board members. Yeah, and, and, and so so incredibly fun for, um, for me to be able to, um, to to work with with again young beef leaders and see them make their their mark in the industry. Uh, that is really the great pleasure. That's one of the, the favorite parts of my job is is that that um, younger generation encouraging them and, and seeing where they can take this industry to the next level. That's awesome. Um, so you kind of mentioned like you took over, you got to buy out your family farm. Um, how did you start out in agriculture? Were you always, you knew you wanted to be an egg? Did you ever have that doubt? Um, take me through kind of that story. Right. Um, so I am the, the fourth child of six in, in my family. And as I mentioned, we had a, a registered Angus operation. Um, the registered business was something that my grandparents had started in and the generation before actually were the homesteaders. And so I really had the great fortune of, of growing up in egg. Um, it's, it's not only where I you know, fell, fell in love with uh, taking care of cattle and the land, but really the whole, the whole lifestyle. Uh, I probably didn't appreciate it as a child like I, like I do now, but you know, just the life lessons of learning about hard work and responsibility and the life and death cycles with, with livestock and all of those types of things were really were instrumental to me. And so it was always something that I enjoyed, uh, certainly grew in appreciation as I got older. I used to think when I was a little girl that I wanted to be a veterinarian love working around cattle, um, but I distinctly remember an experience with my brother helping um, 
uh, helping him treat a cow that had an abscess. <laughs> and that was a day that my career path became very clear that that wasn't for me. God bless the people who um, can work with that, but oh, not so much. As I mentioned, I'm the fourth of six. And so big family, um, you needed to speak up in order to get some attention, right? <laughs> Just to, to have a chance at the bathroom or get food at the dinner table or what or whatnot. But my parents very much encouraged us to be involved in agricultural organizations, um, encouraged us in all that we had done. And, and that too was something that I enjoyed, um, communicating with people, relationships. And so um, when I decided the vet career wasn't where my path would be, I decided to combine um, my, my love of, of talking and writing and communicating with agriculture and voila, that set me on my career path um, and, and headed off to college thinking I was gonna be an egg journalist and along the way, um, got into the public relations role instead. I think we've all had that experience where we wanted to be a vet at some time <laughs> in our life and then there was that one experience that just <laughs> pops out in your head where you're like, no. No, it wasn't, it wasn't my thing. <laughs> And, you know, so, we've always, the Stockman's Association used to have a mentoring program where we pay our young people interested in some career path within the beef industry with a professional. And, and that was something that would come out of those experiences too, is that, you know what, this was so valuable because I realized I have an appreciation for, but uh, this, isn't, this, isn't this is not necessarily for me. And so that was um, that decision in my mind, but, but again, led me to a different path that I have enjoyed and feel like that is really a vocation. Yeah, and I always loved, I, I never participated in the mentorships, but I loved that you guys did that because I know when I was in college, I wanted to be a banker and mm -hmm. all of that. And I went and interned at a bank and I was like, no, oh. <laughs> but I'm glad I didn't go through four years of school and then right. do that. So I love that we're getting, you guys get them involved early on so that they can kind of make that choice then instead of later on in life. Yeah, I think it's very, very helpful. You know, the value of internships, job shadow, we've evolved our program into our top hands program here at work, but really to create a career showcase of the opportunities and just try some of those jobs on for size before you commit your whole career to it. Yeah, I love that. Uh, you kind of touched on it earlier, but did you participate in any, what egg clubs or organizations were you involved in? Oh, many, many of them, right? All that I, all that I could. Um, certainly a product of 4-H and FFA, um, uh, the Junior Angus Association. Uh, I had the great opportunity to uh, livestock judge and compete at the state and the national level within those organizations. Um, I was the North Dakota Angus Queen in my day. <laughs> and, and again, uh, wonderful experiences as a state FFA officer. I attribute a lot of um, the skill sets and the things that, that I actually utilize every day in my job today to um, those experiences, right? Learning how to run a meeting, um, getting over some of the jitters, public speaking. I actually met my husband at the state FFA convention. So that was another benefit that came out of that organization for me. And then on to college, um, a product too, of the, the, the PAS club, post-secondary egg students club, um, saddle and sirloin club and judging at NDSU. Um, all very valuable experiences, not only what they taught, um, but the wonderful network of people and mentors I was exposed to. I have to 100% agree with that. I have everyone that I met along the way has helped me so much. And I attribute that to my clubs or the associations that I was in. Um, are your, your family is pretty involved in the egg. What kind of uh, siblings, parents, spout, uh, kids, what all do they do within the agriculture field? Right. 
Um, so so my, my siblings, um, several are involved in agriculture, one way, shape or form. Um, my, my parents continue to, um, to, to ranch. And so while they moved to town, my dad makes a daily trek um, to, to the ranch, to his ranch, which was seven miles south of us. I can gauge if I'm on time for work or not by where he's at on the highway, because I'm going north, he's going south, and we wave. <laughs> um, so they continue to um, have an, an active farm and ranch. Um, I have two older brothers. Um, one works in the, the cattle sales management area and lives out of state. Another brother, um, he and his family are also in the registered Angus business. Um, and a sister and her, um, her son and, and husband are also involved in that operation and two other sisters who um, who are still you know interested and involved and come back to help from time to time um, when the opportunity arises in my own family um, as I mentioned my, my children are all integral parts of our operation my two oldest sons um, Stetson and Jameson are are done with college and so work with us full-time um, we have a daughter, Sierra, who is a full-time college student, but she works for us in the summer and any day she has off and very important part of our team, along with our two younger daughters, one in high school, Medora, and a seventh grader, Sheridan, um, who also are right there in the thick of it um, as well. So all, all very important parts of our family operation. It's been fun for me watching your kids grow up because uh, Stetson was only a few years younger than me and I remember going to a judging camp with him and he was so into the books and we were like that kid is going to beat us and he was like <laughs> five years younger we were all so terrified of Stetson <laughs> and then just watching the other ones grow up through 4-H and FFA has been so fun they're such great kids and role models for us that are older than them so that's been fun Oh, well, thank well, thank you. That was a very that's a, a very uh, important compliment. I really cherish that. They they really are our our finest work. I, I'm very proud of of them, and all have um, unique talents and and um, yeah, God given talents that I'm so so proud of. And it's fun to me to see now them manifesting those, utilizing those skills, and mm -hmm. putting them to good use. <laughs> For sure. Uh, so you're part of the Stockman's Association. Can you give us a little more background on what exactly your job entails? Right. Um, so I've had a variety of roles over, over the course of the years, but my current position is the executive vice president. And so I serve as the administrator, um, chief spokesperson and lobbyist for um, the association. Association is 91 years old. I've um, been around for a long time. We represent about 3,000 cattle ranching families in North Dakota. Um, in addition to our trade association components, so, um, you know, government affairs and education and, and programming, those types of things, we also have the unique responsibility of administering the state's brand inspection and recording programs on behalf of the state. And so oversee that division as well um, with a wonderful team. I get to work with and for some pretty fantastic people, and it's a, it's a pleasure each day to, to report to work. Yeah, the Stockman's Association is always, they're always willing to help anyone and everyone in the beef industry. You guys do a lot for our state, which is awesome. Uh, you and I are both part of NDSU Saddle and Sirloin Club, and you have the honor this year being the egg of the year for the Saddle and Sirloin Club, so I'm sure you'll be at Little Eye here in a few weeks. Yes. Uh, what does that kind of mean to you? I, you know what, I, I am still shocked that news came to me um, many, many weeks ago already, and I, I still don't even know what to say. I, I am flabbergasted, and I'm honored. I, um, 
again, having been a Saddle and Sirloin Club member and being involved um, at, at NDSU and just know what that, um, what that organization means and what an incredible honor. You know, we all have looked at the pictures on hanging on the wall and I think so many of the people hanging there um, are, you know, have been mentors and, and people that I've learned from and, and, and respect so much. And so very humbling to be considered to be amongst that group of people. Um, I'm grateful for the students and, and, and really think that it's an honor to all the people who have supported me uh, over the course of the years. Um, it's, it's not about me, it's really about that great network that I've had a chance to work alongside. Yeah, for those of you that might not know what Little Eye is, it's a livestock show put on by college students at NDSU um, every year. And there's about 300-ish uh, <laughs> students that show or participate in some way. And um, every year they nominate or choose an agriculturalist of the year that they have uh, really had an impact on the organization on North Dakota agriculture. And so it was really cool when I heard that it was you, Julie. I was so ecstatic. I was a little eye manager now. Oh gosh, the 91st in 2017. Okay. Feels like forever ago now. <laughs> Time flies, right? To get yeah. There. Were yeah, you yeah, no, very, very active within that? I know that you yep. served many roles within, within SNS. <laughs> I know. It's so long ago now. <laughs> Not that long ago, I guess. <laughs> Just feels like it. Um, do you have any conferences or anything coming up that you would like to give a little plug for? Yeah, so, you know, we are planning for a regular year, you know, we'll see what, what's in store for 2021, but uh, the Stockman's Association has an, an active calendar all throughout the year. Um, in springtime, we will we'll load people up, we'll have spring roundups, those are our district meetings where we travel across the state and interact with our members, share policy and get feedback. We'll host our Junior Beef Expo that you were so involved in. Um, as a leader and a participant, um, uh, a state's multi-breed junior beef field day is what we coined that. We've got a feedlot tour um, also in the month of June. And then looking a little further down the line, we'll ramp back up in, in the fall. And of course, our annual convention, which is a mix of business and policy making, educational speakers, and quite a little fun all sprinkled together. And that will be the third week in September. So... Awesome. Um, just kind of to wrap things up, uh, how could people get a hold of you, whether on social media or any questions that they might have for you? Right. Lots of ways. So if you're a Facebooker, you can find me personally at Julie Ellingson, uh, the North Dakota Stockman's Association page, or Ellingson Angus. Um, you can track me down there. Of course, our office um, out here report each day at the North Dakota Stockman's Association office and 223-2522 uh, is our phone number and my email jellingson at ndstockman.org. Awesome. Well, thank you, Julie. I'm really glad I was able to have you on today. Hey, my pleasure. Great to get caught up. Yes. Thank you. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>